definitely human. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The Monster Hunters in the doll's house. Did you hear something? Nothing for you to be concerned about. Just some of my staff. But I thought we were alone. Impressed, Sir Abelard? Every time I see them. You have quite the collection, uh, so lifelike. When casting in wax, it is always important to use a trained eye. Fortunately, I have two. You know, if I didn't know they were made of wax, I'd swear they were the real people just playing an elaborate joke on me, just like my mother used to. The wax I use? Well, let's just say I have a special process. Why don't we say that, Mrs. Dahl? Then let us say that. Right. Good. I am honoured that so many of the most influential people in business and politics have allowed me to create their waxy simulacra. That's Lord Chessing Fordlybury, isn't it? And that's the Duke of Omnium. And isn't that... Abner Scringe. Indeed. He keeps his money in eggs. Makes his money in eggs, you mean? No, keeps it in eggs. They unscrew and he just pops the notes inside. The skin. It looks so real... If I touched it, But enough I... of this. It is time I showed you what you came for. I rather think it is. It has taken me some time to sculpt the features, to create the perfect visage. But here, beneath this sheet, is my latest creation. Would you look at that? You, you, you really caught me. I never thought I could look so... Round. Handsome? Uh, it must have been a labour of love. It was certainly a labour. But one that is almost complete. One thing remains. Oh? Indeed. Now, my beauty. Did it just... My God! It, it moved! I told you the process was special. Uh, how did you get it? It's, it's coming toward me. I, I'm not sure I like it. Uh, get, get, get off me, you... Me? Relax, Sir Abelard. Let it embrace you. Open your mouth. Taste its waxy kiss. Taste its waxy kiss. To death! 
Take two elements, any two elements, say electricity and water, on their own, perfectly harmless. But when you mix them together, maybe in a bowl, dynamite! Roy Steele, man, 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 man. And Lorimer Chesterfield. During time of crisis, his head can inflate and be used as a brainy life raft. My name is Sir Maxwell House. I took those two elements and like some kind of scientific blacksmith, I forged them together. Forged them into a team that would look danger in the eye and bring it down with the knowledge of a man and the fist of a man. They are the Monster Hunters. Well, here we are. It's good to be back. Lovely flat, lovely sofa, lovely drinks cabinet. Oh, it feels like an age since I saw you last. We only went down the shops, Roy. I know. But it's how it makes you feel, isn't it? In this fast-paced age of the 1970s, it's good to know that there are some things you can rely on. Right. I'll put the soup on, shall I? You be a darling and do just that. So, lobster and onion, or cream of... Actually, I don't know what that's supposed to be a picture of. Is that a dog? No soup for me, boys? Sir Sir Maxwell! Maxwell. Oh, brilliant. I'm going to go and check on my cravats. How did you get into my flat? Come now, Professor Chesterfield. I have a key. No, you don't. Who put this front door in my bedroom? Did I ever tell you about that grandmother of mine? The other one. Who was a builder? Yes, no, yes, yes. Lovely woman. Fantastic muscles. She taught me everything I know. What do you want, Sir Maxwell? Boys, boys, boys. Ah, my lovely boys. I have a job for you. Suki, bring me... The file. Cheers. Another good reason for having that key cut and putting in a door. I might finally get to see my secretary. Am I right, Roy? Uh, Yes, uh, about that, Sir Maxwell. It's just... Well, well, if if you must know, and and I suppose you must, uh, Suki and I... You uh... don't have to apologise for Roy, does he, Roy? You old sly boots. Well played. I hope she makes you very happy. Cheers. Uh, Roy and Suki aren't... Can it? I'm not disillusioning Sir Maxwell, Lorimer. My powers are legendary. If he knew about you and Suki... Well, it would be like finding out there was no Father Christmas or Guy Fawkes or what have you. Gentlemen, this photograph is the face of Sir... Abelard Gervais. You know him? Back in my hunting days, he was quite a fixture on the plains. He used to have this giraffe, which he dressed up as a woman so he could take it drinking with him. Said it was his wife. (laughs) Those two, we used to call them inzebrable. Which was funny because it was a giraffe. Right, yes. You probably had to be there. So, he's passed his sir exams, has he? He's on the board of the British Council for important things or meat. Or the Forestry Commission. Look, I don't know. Get your own secretary. So what's happened? Has he bought a mysterious house, haunted by the ghost of a malevolent spirit, come into contact with a banshee? Has he accidentally milked a vampire cow? None of these things have happened. He's just acting a little strangely, and I would like it if you cats popped over for a little look-see. Possession? I don't know. Why does everything have to be about monsters? Sometimes can't a fella just get you two to wash his car or feed his mother? Don't I pay you enough? Not Not at all. He's not talking much at the club, off his drink, and his face looks like a poisoned horse. So you two can pop round his place, have a look, and if it's business, do what you normally do. You know, the fighting. Is that too much to ask? Why not, Lorimer? It's not like we're doing anything important. Fine. Correct answer. Now get out of my house! I can't believe you let Sir Maxwell think that you and Suki are... are... Oh, cool it, Lorimer. It's almost like you're making up for something. What are you implying? I'm not implying anything. 
but it's not like you've had much success with women these days. Now, wait a minute. They've either divorced you and taken all your money, or wanted to kill you. But that's fine, Roy. You shouldn't feel like you need to save face. Well, this has been quite a day's work. I'm so tired, my face could fall off. We've barely started, and we're talking about you and Suki. <laughs> oh, look, a pub. Do you know what we need? A lovely drink. Perhaps with alcohol in it. Do you want a drink with alcohol in it? Roy, you're deflecting. I am not deflecting. Give me five good examples of how I'm deflecting, and we'll discuss it. Then later on, we'll talk about that other thing. Fine. Anyway, this is Sir Abelard's building. According to Sir Maxwell's notes, he lives in the penthouse at the top, which is accessible via the goat wearing a dressing gown and drawing a pipe. I think Sir Maxwell got distracted and started doodling. Well, we best shimmy up the drain pipe, then straight in through the window. Or we could just find a lift. This is belittling. I'm a scientist. I shall be indexing my collection of dried-out death hawks, or taking a brass rubbing of that ancient fish god shrine I found in Wapping. Not going to check on the health of Sir Maxwell's chums. He might be onto something, Lorimer. Remember, I knew him too. The life of the adventurer can be a solitary one. Just your instincts to guide you across those wide-open plains. Your instincts and the stars. And sometimes a map. But mostly, it was you and your prey. And when you tracked it, showed it your fists and bested it... Yes, what did you do with all those lions? Well, kind of nothing. Look, that's not the point. I'm saying that kind of life can have an effect. And maybe that effect is affecting Abelard. Well then, here we are. You leave this to me. Always best to grab the ball by the face. No! Sir Abelard? It's Roy. Roy Steele? There is a door knocker, Roy. A hunter never knocks. Sir Abelard will appreciate that. Now... Where is he? Hello? Anybody there? Oh, nothing. It's very quiet. Too quiet. What's that smell? What smell? That smell. Which smell? Use your sniffer. Hmm, wax. The smell of libraries. What? Sir Abelard wasn't a book fellow, Lorimer. Unless that book was made out of tiger skin and he could shoot it first. Let's have a look around. No... Sign of a struggle. Maybe he's popped out for some chops. No, not possible. Why do you say that? This fridge. It's full of chops. Now what the hell is this? Green. An interesting aroma. He was always one for an unusual cocktail. Down the hole, Lorimer! Roy, don't! Jesus, what the hell is this? Off milk, I suspect. And these chops look extremely iffy. What does all this mean? That he's off his chops? I think it's clear Sir Abelard has not been here for quite some time. Well, that's that. We tried. Never mind. Case closed. Drink? No, Roy, I don't like this. Something's not right here. Ooh, what's this? What's that? That's what I just said. It was stuck to the fridge. Well, read it then. Lorimer Chesterfield, you know that I don't read things. What do I keep you around for? Fine. Well? It's an invitation to a private waxwork viewing from a Mrs. Gwendolyn Dawe. A woman? Stop it. What? You don't have to prove anything, Roy. I'm not proving anything. She must be a special lady if he's kept that. It's from two months ago. Perhaps we should ask him. He's not here? Sometimes, Lorimer, I think I'm the brains behind this operation. I mean, maybe we should try his office. Okay, fine. A drink, then his office. His office, then a drink. I don't see the logic in that. Come on, Roy.
Good afternoon, gentlemen. How can I help you? Ah, yes. Hello. I'll handle this, Lorimer. Good afternoon, madam. What an interesting necklace you've got on. Is that Tim? Could we speak to Sir Abelard, please? He's not accepting visitors, I'm afraid. Oh, really? And are you? No. Fine. Look, sister, I'm an old friend from Africa, and I've come a long way to catch up with him. From Africa? No, from Highgate, and I'm sure he would be very pleased to see me. I don't know. He's been very distant recently. For how long? About two months. I don't like this one bit. Right, sweet face. You see these fellas? I call them my legs, and these are man's legs. And do you know what I can do with man's legs? Well, watch this. Hi! Um, that's not his door, Roy. That's a toilet. Oh, yes. Sorry, sir. Why don't I just knock? Sir Appelard, well, would you look at you. It's been, what, a number of years? Ha! How's the wife? Still on the shrubbery? <laughs> do you remember? Of course you do. Ah, Roy Steele. Big game hunter. Borderline alcoholic. Womanizer. Fond of cravats. Collects novelty pine cones. In 1967, he spent four nights in a Marrakesh... <laughs> he certainly knows you. Sabalad, I am Professor Lorimer... Chesterfield, yes. Professor of occult studies and a hunter of monsters. One wife, deceased. Has a birthmark in the shape yes, of a... Yes, yes, all right. Wow, you have kept your eyes busy. I'm afraid I've not followed your progress at all. And look at you now. This is some office. I like what you've done with the place. What's that? It is a desk. Nice. Are you feeling okay, Sir Abelard? Why? Yes, why? You're looking a little sickly. It is this heat. It plays havoc with my face. Right, yes. So, Abelard, old fella, why don't we ditch this square and go find ourselves a room full of drinks? Maybe even two. Like old times? Oh, thank you very much. Can it, Lorimer? Roy Steele is on the case. Drink? No. Nothing must pass these lips. Eh? I, I mean, I do not require liquid. What? But I thought you had veins like a Scottish distillery. Lorimer, I think there's something seriously wrong with this man. I don't think he's the sir he's supposed to be. You only just realised, Roy. Sir Abelard, I don't think you're quite the man you were. Ah. Okay. Who told you? Told me what? I should have known when you two entered my office. <laughs> he didn't mean anything by it. You're wrong, Roy. I did mean something by it. Well, we have ways of dealing with people like you. What do you mean? <laughs> You all right? <laughs> Lorimer, get a bucket. <laughs> oh, what the hell is that? Oh, it looks like wax. A wax doll. Look, Roy, it's face. It's uh, Abelard. Taste me. Taste my wax. Jesus. Sir Abelard, is everything all right? It's coming for us. Stay back, you waxy bastard. I'm coming in, sir. Look out. What? Embrace the wax. <laughs> That's just not on. Right, you. Perhaps it's time you... Look, Roy, I think he's doing another one. Oh, Christ, there's three of them now. All with his face. God, they're quick. Right, hang on. I'll be right back. Where are you going? Now you're all alone. All alone. Let us 
fill you. Fill you. Fill you with our wax. No one's filling Lorimer with anything. You might be tiny, but you're far from adorable. This, on the other hand... Where did you get that? It's the remains of the toilet door I kicked in. Oh, is that why you said adorable? Well, yes. Was that not clear? Not completely. Ah, damn. You may have flattened my likenesses, but you will still feel my waxen hands about your necks. Oh, really? You look weighed down, Sir Abelard. Eh? Why don't I make your burden a little lighter? I knew Sir Abelard, and you can't hold a candle to him. Hi! Good work, Roy. He's melted. Yes, that was the plan. Trusty lighter. Like my mother, it never lets me down. Now, to find the real Sir Abelard. Um? What? Well, he's probably dead. You don't know that. That's how these things usually work. No, I liked him. We must get to the bottom of this. Let's report back to Sir Maxwell. Drink? There's no time. You said office, then a drink. Oh, very well. Just one, then to Sir Maxwell. Sold! I know. I know, my beauties. I felt it too. Our Abelard is gone. Destroyed. But don't you worry. We'll get revenge on those so-called monster hunters. You need to know where to strike. And I know just where their weakness is. That's where we're heading now. Don't you worry. Very soon they will be doing exactly what we want them to. Goodbye, my pretties. Suki! Suki, the door! Are you just going to stand there, or... Oh, you are just going to stand there. Fine, I'm sure I can work this thing out. (laughs) Aha! It works! Now then, who are you? No, wait, I know who you are. Indeed. You received my invitation. Ah, did I? Well, that explains that then. I suppose you want to come in? That's why people knock on doors, isn't it? I'm not sure. I think I saw it in a film once. Now, get into my house! Sir Maxwell? Mrs. Dawl. Ah, this is more like it. What's more life-affirming than relaxing after a case with a glass of scotch? They don't call it nature's tea for nothing. They don't call it nature's tea at all, Roy. What's wrong with you, Lorimer? Your eyebrows are all close together and you're not even reading a book. I'm concerned, Roy. Well, you need to get yourself unconcerned. Starting right now. Look at this place. This isn't the place for a man with a crinkly forehead. So sip that there whiskey and let the iron of booze smooth those crinkles out. Look here, Roy. I've done some snooping into this Gwendolyn Dahl person. Eh? Well, when did you do that? We went straight from his house to his office to here. I made some phone calls using the pub's phone while you were talking to those Brazilian girls. What? You hardly had time for that. I was only talking to them for... You were gone for an hour and a half, Roy. Was I? No wonder I'm so tired. So, what's the plan? 
No one had heard of her before a year ago. Then suddenly she appeared, offering a very exclusive service. Oh, really? Sometimes you disgust me, Roysdale. And I know perfectly well what was going on with those Brazilians. You do? Yes. They were giving you the brush off. What? It would have taken less time, but you needed them to translate for you. Right. So, Mrs. Dahl? Mrs. Dahl offers the wealthy and powerful the ultimate way of preserving themselves for posterity. Wax, Sir Maxwell. Wax, Mrs. Dahl. Wax. Well, that's lovely. Do you know any other words? The reason I contacted you is the same as the reason I contact all my clients. They are men of power or responsibility. They are the silent ones, Ah. the ones whose wealth and power has done so much for this country. But are their praises ever sung? Yes. No. No. Their contributions are overlooked, like a tall man might overlook a tiny dog as he topples to the floor. But no longer. So people pay her to make waxworks of themselves for posterity. I know. Ghastly, isn't it? I don't know. Two Roy Steels. I don't want to think about that. So how does this explain the waxy Sir Abelard? I don't know. I can only assume he went her to make use of her services and she overpowered him and replaced him with a wax duplicate. Overpower him? Obviously you never met him. You know I didn't. He was a brute of a man. A big brute. A big, strong, brutey man. Yes, I get the picture. Do you, Lorimer? Do you? Um, yes. Oh. Well, good. She didn't need to overpower him physically. Just play to his ego. I've learned that she's been working through quite a list of the wealthy, powerful, the stupid. Imagine it, Sir Maxwell. Can you imagine it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, can you draw me a picture? I've got some charcoal in my pocket. Your legacy could live on. Mm. Even after you had gone, your son, your daughter, your... Aunt! Second cousin! All of these! (laughs) They could administer your affairs as you watch on, providing an inspiration to them. An inspiration in wax. I see. You do? Oh, yes, I do. Your inspiration could live on forever. Yes. Ah, Suki, there you are. Perhaps you'd like to get Mrs. Doll here. Uh, I don't know. Do you like ham? A ham sandwich. Or just a ham. Uh, on a little plate. Or a leaf. This is a classy establishment. Su- Suki, why are you staring like that? Oh, cripes, she's got the cross face on. So are you trying to say that our Mrs. Doll is making waxwork copies of some of the country's richest and most powerful individuals and then using these copies for her own ends? Oh, right. Okay. Why, what did you think I was going to say? No, it doesn't matter. Your thing makes more sense. Besides, I didn't even see any chickens at Sir Abelard's. Right. So what's our next move? Well, I think we need to pay a visit to some of London's richest and most influential individuals. See if they've been contacted by Mrs. Dahl. Sir Maxwell! What? We could ask Sir Maxwell. Oh, I thought you were implying he could have been targeted. Lorimer! What? Sir Maxwell! He could have been targeted! Yes, I had considered that. Well, what are we waiting here for? One more drink, then we'll head off. I still don't understand why you wouldn't let me have another try with those Brazilians. I refuse to swap clothes with you in a public toilet so you can pretend you've never met them before. You need to accept it, Roy. You're getting on in life. There's a time for fun, for carousing like some kind of cheap paperback Bacchus, and there's a time when you need to put your feet up and realise that you can get just as much fun from putting your feet up, perhaps with a blanket. That's easy for you to say. You've got Suki. Yes, speaking of which, where is everyone? I've been ringing this bell for five minutes. Why don't we just go in? Eh? The door's unlocked. What? Look, it's ever so slightly open. 
Why didn't you say something? I thought you knew. I thought you were doing some sort of secret bell ringing thing. Come on. Hello, Sir Maxwell, Suki. I don't like this. Look, that table's been overturned. Suki! Oh, Lorimer. Look. My God. Suki! She's completely encased in wax. No! Suki! Oh, how could they? Lorimer? Is she... dead? Oh, Lorimer. I'm so sorry. I can't believe it. We were... I can't believe it. She was... She was so alive, Roy. I was going to say moody, but that'll do. First my wife, now this. I know. I... Well, I understand, Lorimer. I want you to know that I'm really angry now. Wait, what was that? What? She just raised an eyebrow. She's alive! I know you're upset, fella, but you have to accept it. Shut up, Roy. Look, she's waggling them both now. We can see you, Suki. Oh, thank God. I'm still angry, though. Yes, me too. Roy, bring the electric fire over here. We need to melt her out. We'll do. Hang on. That's brilliant. Look, she's trying to say something. I can't hear anything. No, she's using Morse code via her eyebrows. Well, what's she saying? Sir Maxwell has been taken by a... a womble? A woman. All right, Suki, no need to shout. But who? Why? Who was it? Can you describe her? Oh, now wait a minute. About five foot seven. Is that tall? Yeah, yes, she was tall. Did she have anything to do with waxworks? Uh, yes. Here's your heater. Excellent. Suki, you'll be all right. The heat will melt the wax in no time. I'm sorry, my love, but we have to go. Go? Go where? The address on the imitation we found. We must save Sir Maxwell. Do you like my collection, Sir Maxwell? I must confess that I can't bear to part with some of my creations. Yes, they're very lifelike. What do you call this one? Sir Abner Scringe. (laughs) Extraordinary. I know a Sir Abner Scringe, and he actually looks a lot like that. Uh, Come, Sir Maxwell. Mm. Let me show you my waxatorium, where I make my creations. Goody, I love a waxamorium. Waxamorium? Oxymoron? Yes, you are. Roy? Was that you? Was what you? I could have sworn I heard something, coming up those stairs after us. I don't hear anything. That's because you don't have Hunter's ears. These babies have been trained to pick out the movements of a tiger. I don't think a tiger followed us upstairs, Roy. It's badly dark. I know. Too dark. What was that? The room settling? I don't like this. It's echoey. Never trust an echoey room. Oh, this is fantastic, Roy. It's like a private wax museum. Gives me the old Johnny shivers. I know what you mean, I think. Living with all these copies, well, it can't be good for you. And you should know, you're always hanging around museums. Ha! Look at these fellas. They used to be in the cabinet before the election. And now she's got them in another cabinet. Playing cards? It's like a metaphor. For what? I don't know. Cards? My goodness. This is quite macabre. What? This looks like Air Vice Marshal Carruthers, and she's dressed him as a maid, serving tea to the Welsh secretary. Something's not right here. He looks too real, too perfect. What do you mean? Well, look, he's wearing a wristwatch. So? 
So would you put a wristwatch on a dummy and make sure it kept the correct time? Don't look at me, Lorimer. I'm just here for the punching. Oh no. Look, Roy. Look at this one. Sir Abelard. She made two. I don't think she did, Roy. Oh, don't pinch it, Lorimer. You'll get dirty fingers. I don't think I will. What do you mean? This isn't a waxwork. Eh? This was the real Sir Abelard Gervais. Was? He's dead. Hell's cats! And I'm willing to bet all these other figures are the bodies of her other clients. So you're saying all these people have actually been killed? And replaced with wax facsimiles. Lorimer! What? Waxsimiles. Yes, very good, Roy. Don't you think we should... We should what? Find Sir Maxwell, put a stop to this? Now you're talking. My knuckles are itching. Let's try through here. Roy, look, it's Sir Maxwell. I hope you're comfortable, Sir Maxwell. It is always important that my subjects are relaxed. Mm, ooh, any chance of a massage? I fear I have slippery fingers. Oh, that's how I like it. Just lie back. Mm. Close your eyes. Yeah. Prepare yourself to become one with the wax. All right. What's that? Just my assistants. They revel in their work. Roy, look, it's Sir Maxwell. Wait a minute, I know that voice. It's Lorimer, Sir Maxwell. Oh, well, now you've gone and ruined it. Stay back, monster hunters. In a few minutes, Sir Maxwell will be gone. But he will live on in the wax as one of my lovely wax men. Uh, eh? It's okay, Sir Maxwell. We're here to rescue you. good I'll just sit here then. Don't worry, monster hunters. You can have your Sir Maxwell back, or at least a copy of him. But I keep the original to live on in my display. But why? What do you want them for? What is the reason you do anything? Power. Control. A decent drink. In a world run by men, I can make my voice heard through my facsimiles. There has to be more to this than that. To replace and murder all these men. Look at these men. They are influential. Powerful. Once I have positioned them as the men who run the country, I can meet leaders of other countries. Convert them too. And I shall be their master. Now look here, Missy. My loneliness will end. I shall run the world. She's bonkers. But first, I shall stop you two from interfering once and for all. Oh, really? Yes. You and whose army? <laughs> I'm glad you said that. It'll make this reveal so much more dramatic. Why did you say that? Oh, it's a classic line. Good <laughs> God. Laura, look at them. Tiny wax people. With her face. <laughs> Now, my beauties, kill them. Oh, dear. There's only one thing for it. You can't punch wax, Roy. I flattened all those little abelards, didn't I? Yes, but that was with half a door. Good point. Where's the nearest door? No time, Roy. They're on me. Oh! Get off him, you tiny waxy. Ah! My ankles! Kick them, Lorimer. Kick them with your legs. I can't, Roy. They've got me by the shins. They've got little waxy teeth. Ow! Ow! Now, fellas, I don't want to complain, but I was rather hoping you were going to sort all this out. I say I was disappointed, but I don't want you to see me cry. <laughs> don't fight it. Let them consume you. Perhaps I can recreate you in wax. A wax army with the fists of Roy Steele. Hell's cats. No one should have that power. There has to be a way out of this. But what? You're on the clock, fellas! Something she said. Was it about wax? Because she keeps banging on about that. 
No, she mentioned being alone. Maybe, and it makes my skin crawl even saying this, maybe you'll suppose magnetism could actually help us. What are you saying? I'm saying, activate charm mode. But... but I can't. What do you mean you can't? I mean... I think you might be right, fella. It's been a while, and any time I get close to a woman, they either try to kill me or turn out to have the brain of a man in them. Well, she's trying to kill you, so at least you're going in with your eyes open. I used to think I was someone. But now, I look in the mirror, and that someone looking back at me has the face of a man who needs to go to bed earlier. That hair of mine, it's not the colour it was. I thought it had always been grey-esque. What? Nothing? I used to have my own flat, a car, pockets full of cash, pockets made of cash, and now I live in your spare room. I do understand, Roy, and we can talk about this later on, but for now, look, they're getting higher. Ow, so they are. You stay away from there. Do it, Roy. Oh, very well. I'll give it a go, but I'm not promising anything. Me, 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 me. Right, that sounds right. Hello there. Are you talking to me? I've always been talking to you. Only you just couldn't hear me. Uh. That's a nice face you've got. Oh, right. Try harder, Roy. Yes, that is surprisingly rubbish. I know what it's like to be on the outside. You, you're an intelligent, beautiful woman. Trying to make it in a world shaped like a deck of cards, but a deck of cards that's stacked against you like some kind of poorly weighted concrete. Was that two similes? I don't know what that was. Me, I'm a man on the outside. Just a smile and some impressive moves to get me through. I admire you, you know. Oh, yes? Oh, yes. I think you've been on your own too long. Stuck in this house with just your wax dollies for company. You've forgotten what it's like out there. But it's not too late. Isn't it? I've already killed. And I'll do it again. But do you want to? Really? I know what it means. I'm a big game hunter. You do it because it becomes the only thing you know. You with your businessman, me, well, I once shot a python for a bet. So you see, we have more in common than you think. What are you doing? Stop trying to sneak your way out of this. No, I'm serious. I admire you, Mrs. Dahl. Despite you setting your killer dolls on us. About that, Roy. What are you saying? You know what I'm saying. Do I? Do you? I do. Listen to him go. He's an expert. I think these things are relaxing their grip. I've got a feeling back in my calves. Look into my eyes, Mrs. Dahl. Picture the words spelled out there. I... I can't. Oh, yes, you can. I'll give you a little clue. It's six letters and rhymes with Hina. You wouldn't want to dine with me, Roy Steele. You think? How will you know unless you try it? You... do you mean this? Of course. But I'm trying to kill you and your friend. Yes, it would rather dampen our first aid if I was dead. Look, what have you got to lose? If I'm not a great date, you can kill Lorimer. What? I don't know. Look into your heart. I can already feel these little waxy chaps loosening. Well, maybe... Release him! Ah, thank you. Look, lady, what say you and I take this somewhere more private? I know a place in Soho you would love. Candles everywhere! One dinner. I've been alone for so long. There's no one else like me. Absolutely. One dinner. No pressure. I'll even pay. Just take my hand and that's it. What the hell? What? So now you know. 
What? She's... she's wax. Living wax. I have lived so long. Alone, with just these tiny things around me. Part of me. You created these creatures? They come from me. They are part of me. Yeah, but you wanted more. I hungered for it. To make a world in harmony with me. To have a place in it. But darling, this is the 20th century. We've invented the light bulb and everything. We don't need wax anymore. No. And when you have your power, when all the people of the world are your waxworks, what then? You've been alone so long, your dreams can never be satiated. No! He's right. You're just a glorified shop window dummy. A mannequin with an impossible dream. Fascinating, I admit. But what happens when the sun comes out? You can only ever stay in the shadows. But... but I'll be in charge. No, you won't. Your creations will be. At least as far as the world is concerned. You'll just be lurking behind them. No fame, no glory. Um, what the hell are you two doing? If what you say is true, then I have failed. My dreams are over. I am finished. But I can still take you two with me. Boy, look out, she's going for you. Don't they all in the end? I think we're a bit past that. Die! Duck, Roy. Where? Just do it. Nora, she's shattered. And these wax things have melted away too. Oh, a fascinating creature. Living wax. If only I could have studied her. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) How did you know about that window? Because I have eyes, Roy. And Suki? With these things gone, I should think all the wax she had control of will have melted to nothing. There's going to be a few messy boardrooms in the morning. Are you all right, Sir Maxwell? Thank God you cats arrived when you did. I didn't fancy being made all wax... waxy? Waxen? What is the word? It doesn't matter, Sir Maxwell. What's important is you're safe now. We should go and alert the authorities. Absolutely. And you know what? Waxerific! I think I've got my lady powers back. Despite the fact you wanted to kill us and subjugate all of humanity? Oh, yes, because it's just proved that despite all my troubles, I can still come out victorious. Candle! The Doll's House was written and directed by Peter Davis and Matthew Woodcock. With Matthew Woodcock as Roy Steele, Peter Davis as Lorimer Chesterfield, Sarah Whitehouse as Gwendolyn Doll, Ben Whitehead as Sir Abelard Gervais, Laura Marshall as Sir Abelard's secretary, and Simon Kane as Sir Maxwell House. Engineered and edited by Peter Davis. Music by Simon Magus. Sound effects by Simon Magus and Peter Davis. With thanks to Heather Dool, Laura Davis and Emma Gibbs. Visit our website at www.themonsterhunters.com. This was a Newgate production. I was down the pub the other day yeah. with Tom from MySpace. Oh, MySpace Tom, yeah. He was really pleased yeah. about how much we were talking about it. Well, of course. He was well, loving it. It's the only, I mean, it's only it's good social media site out there, it's really. It's brilliant. Oh, hello there. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Hunting the Monsters of Monsters with me, Peter Davis, and Matthew Woodcock. Welcome to our own home. <laughs> and today this. we're going to be talking about the doll's house. Ooh. Do you own a doll's house, Peter? I do, actually. Do you? It's is not it, actually technically mine, it's my daughter's. Does it have little 
wax versions of yourself in it. Yeah, that's all it's got it? in it. That's, Lots of different versions of me. She must be really me thrilled about it. With different clothes on. Yeah. She sticks pins in them, though, which is a bit what? weird. What? I don't know. You need to sort that. That's not... I know. It affects my posture a lot as well. Okay. So this episode was another one of our big sort of... Specials. Specials. We had and a year off. Yeah, because of the aforementioned daughter, <laughs> which we both had. We had our own different we, Yeah, not the same We one. didn't share daughters. <laughs> I don't even know where this idea came from. Not a clue. I have no idea. No. I'm trying to write... <laughs> no Some of them idea. are really obvious. I yeah. go, oh yeah, that's because I read this and I thought that'd be a good idea. I genuinely no, cannot not remember... A- how we came up with the idea of, of a wax. This one's pretty disgusting as well, with the wax... It's um, nasty. The wax similes spewing up little versions of themselves. They they kind of giggle, don't they? They do, yeah. They're Chittering. nasty. Chittering, cherubic wax So babies. a couple of actors that we had used before, we've got again, we've got Ben Whitehead playing Sir Abelard Gervais, and also Sarah Whitehouse, who we had before in The Beast of Albion, yes. part one. She's, She's back, a- good friend of ours, who, again, we all met at the London Dungeon. Indeed. <laughs> Uh, and she came back as Mrs. Dahl. That was an interesting one, I thought. It was yeah. It was an attempt, I think, after a while, especially because we'd had such a, a, an atypical, scary one for Christmas. As yeah. we was the first one in a while, I thought we needed to do one that took all of the kind of our favourite things about it. So as much as it is scary and there's, there's kind of weird disturbing things in it, there's also yeah. um, it's also very gag friendly. And it's also very, um, it's very simple. Yeah, it's very simple. straightforward. It's a, it's, a, it's a detective story. Let us work out what's going on. And then we find out what's going on and then we have a, a climax and we defeat the monster. And it's, it's that's this whole story, really. So join us again next time. <laughs> but no, we also had the fake-out death of Suki, which we didn't really play up too much. We did want people to genuinely think she was dead for about 15 seconds. And it's also about, in the same way that we done with the last Christmas one, giving Lorimer an yeah. emotional life. You know, you do genuinely see how he feels about Suki there. And I think that's that Suki-Lorimer thing is kind of very important, I think, by this point. I the, agree, yeah. Because the whole of the first series is Lorimer mourning his wife. He just about gets over by the end of it. He's able to move on to his next love, which is Suki, which is, I mean, clearly he's not a... Lothario, he's not going to sleep around like Roy does. This is a proper commitment for him. Mm. This is it now. Uh, so we'll see where the relationship goes from here. And it comes out of that thing that we played with in the first series about, and I think we we sort of play it a bit, is is that Roy imbues Lorimer with confidence and yeah. Lorimer imbues Roy with a bit of a conscience. Yes, that was always the idea to start with, yeah. So, they were very uh, extreme at the very beginning of episode one. <laughs> yes. And they've both mellowed and become a bit more like each other. Yeah. Which is which is what a lot of good like buddy movies and TV shows do. Yeah. Yeah, it's why characters rub off on each other. Yeah, and you know, it's a kind of relationship where they wind each other up, but they also, you know, they, they it's a very important to each other. And of course, again, we have uh, Sir Maxwell House involved Ways. in the story, Mr. Simon Kane, who actually gets uh, abducted in this one. Yes, he does. Yeah, I think it's always nice to find stuff to do with him. He's not just the silly boss. You can find things that that, yeah. that deepen him and, and and explore what he does. And the other thing, of course, we play around with this, this episode is is we have Roy sort of losing his lady charms. Yes. So he's getting a bit concerned. He's he's getting a bit over the hill, um, and he's he's losing his ability to chat up the ladies. We've never had him as a really successful ladies Quite man deliberately, really. but he always seemed to have someone. He so he obviously could do it. 
often as someone at his apartment or Lorimer's niece, for example, he, he definitely had the charms, even though he couldn't keep anyone for very long. But in this episode, he's not even got those initial charms. What's going to happen? I think it's Roy experiences something of a mid-midlife crisis. Yeah. And um, and that's art. nice. Take take away the thing that makes Roy Roy and, and see how he can get that back. Absolutely. And it gives him something to do. Yeah. It's all about giving people something to do, really. Yeah, we get to the stage where you yeah, need to otherwise. find fresh things for the characters to do, otherwise it just gets a bit Yeah, you can't do boring. the same thing every time. No, it gets time. repetitive. You know, we've done a lot by this point. Mm. And so what do you do? Where do you take the characters? And, and, and I think the thing that has evolved over the time we've been doing it is that it's gone from just being those generics that they were at the start, and they've, they've deepened, we've got to know them a bit more. So what happens to our characters on the next episode? Will we... Well, I hope so. Otherwise, it'd be really boring if we didn't. What would we talk about? Um, fish, horses, flans. <laughs> we'll see you soon, guys. Adieu. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.